0: Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. All right. It's uh, John Hanson in for Lisa Dent on this uh, Friday afternoon. Boy, I stirred the pot there a little bit on a Friday. It is sunny. It's almost the start of the weekend. So hopefully there was peace in your own heart and as you move through the uh, the weekend as well. We'll take a couple more calls on this a little later on. Uh, Edward, I know you're holding on the line there, too, about my proposed peace summit, if you're just joining us. Um, but there is something pretty pressing in the medical world right now to chat about, amoxicillin, which is a name I think a lot of parents have probably heard of or seen on a bottle of something, and it's uh, usually antibiotics. And uh, unfortunately, there is uh, three out of the four top makers say they are having supply constraints Dr. Michael Bauer, Medical Director of Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital. All right, we don't want people to panic, doctor. How bad is this right now? Good
1: afternoon, John. Um, you, you hit it on the head. There is no panic right now. People should not be worried. There, there is sort of a worldwide shortage of amoxicillin based on an increased demand Um, largely in third-world countries in Europe. But so far, locally, we're keeping an eye on it. But uh, again, the buzzword is there is no panic. There are plenty of other antibiotics should we reach a shortage here. That are going to be available.
0: I was just going to ask, because I know the world of medicine, that there's very few things that only one drug is able to tackle, maybe some better than others, but certainly some other ones do the trick, right?
1: Absolutely. So, Amoxicillin is typically one of the first-line antibiotics. It is a broad spectrum, meaning it will cover a wide variety of different antibiotics, and it's really pretty cheap. On average, people are going to pay $3, $5, maybe $10. So far, it's predominantly
0: in the liquid form. Suspect has been identified as 40. Oh, keep on going. Sorry, doctor. hit fired uh, a wrong uh, button there. Keep on going, my friend.
1: That's okay. I was going to say, so far, they're seeing these sporadic shortages, mostly in the liquid form for children, but there are varying strengths that it's made in. The pharmacists are very good, if they need to, at making up different solutions. So again, no panic. I do want to stress to all your listeners, though, that that we do push for what we call antimicrobial stewardship, meaning if you have a cold, if you have COVID, if you have the flu or RSV that everybody's hearing now, we don't use antibiotics for that. Those are viruses. They're only for bacterial types of infections like strep throat, ear infections, sinus infections, etc. Are
0: you saying this because people take the wrong medicine to tackle the things you mentioned? Are you saying that to give people the peace of mind knowing that if they do get COVID or one of these common things that they're not going to be short of an option to to help themselves?
1: I want to make sure that everybody understands that we use these antibiotics when they are needed but only if they're needed. And there are serious things that can happen when you take them Unnecessarily. Mm. Unfortunately, so many people that are sick go to the doctor, and if they don't get a prescription, they, they come away thinking nothing was done for them. That, because we only use these antibiotics to fight off bacterial infections.
0: Right, and I know the advice is always talk to your doctor, and we say that so often, and I think we do miss out on the idea that a lot of people don't have a primary care physician, haven't had a physical in five to six years, wouldn't even know who to call, so they just go to the drugstore, wander the aisles, and guess.
1: That That's true. For, fortunately, though, antibiotics in the United States are by prescription only. So you do need a prescription. The pharmacist cannot just give it to you without a prescription. So um, hopefully all my colleagues out there are, are practicing good antimicrobial stewardship and prescribing
0: these only when necessary. Okay, we're talking with Dr. Michael Bauer, Medical Director at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital. You mentioned something right off the top about why there is this shortage. So it's not a supply thing. It's more that the demand has gone up. And while that may seem a little concerning, it's probably a good thing, right? This is reaching people that may have not had these options before when you're talking about third world countries?
1: that um, Correct. But in part, uh, like most things COVID-related, there, there are some supply chain issues. Oh, okay with some of the ingredients that go into making up the antibiotic, especially when they're making the suspension or liquid form. So it's a combination of the shortages on
0: some of the ingredients as well as supply chain issues. Okay, well, when it's both supply and demand, that's never fun. But as you're saying, no one rush and try and get a bunch of these things. Obviously, you can't without a prescription anyways, but no need to panic. All right, we'll keep that in mind, and you'll keep us posted. Dr. Bauer, thanks for joining us.
1: That sounds good, John. Take care. Be safe. Have a great weekend.
0: I will do all three of those things. Mary Vandeveld, are we off to a good weekend on the roadway?